existent. I'm in a continual, permanent, protracted, unending mood. I'm <laughs> it's that time of the week. You messed it up, didn't and you? And what time of the week is that? You messed it up, didn't you? <laughs> no. Give me a look when you're pressing the button. <laughs> you press the button before I could press my button. <laughs> Walk, welcome to the, you know, married old, you know, <laughs> bitching spouse episode. <laughs> Has been three years, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you don't bring me flowers anymore. <laughs> anyway, it's that time of the week. Uh, yes, it is. And this week, we've gone way off the oh, God. deep end Dude, of stupidity. We went off the rails so hard on this. Oh, but everything is new. Yeah, new to us. New to, so let's get into it. We're gonna do, and, and Austin gave me crap about it. So no. if, this, if this episode goes off the off the deep edge, it is my fault. Just because I was questioning it doesn't mean I was giving yeah, you crap. It's, it's my fault. I'll take full responsibility. <laughs> but we're gonna do a Toma Tool Space Side Cigar Malt Scotch, which show show the gayness of Austin and I. This was our Christmas present to ourselves. <laughs> he bought half, and I bought half. That's right. <laughs> but we've been wanting to do that on episode. And we're trying to find a nice light cigar, but our buddy Tom in Georgia sent us a special cigar. Yes, what is, what is that did. cigar? He sent us a, it's brand new expression. It's the High Clear Castle uh, Cinderger. Yeah. And, and we'll get into all what that is about. And I've never Foundation. had it. It's from Foundation. Yeah. High Clear Castle made by Foundation <laughs> and a cigar company. And yeah, we'll, we'll get into uh, what the Cinderger yeah. is if you hadn't heard of it yet. We looked at it, smelled it. I'm like, oh, we got to do this. So my fear was maybe it might overpower the scotch. Well, a good buddy of mine, Mel, for my Christmas present, gave me a Rye 3, a R-Y-3 blended rye cigar series meant to go with a cigar. Now you understand why I was questioning. So we've scotch never done and a scotch rye. and rye, right? We've <laughs> never done that. So I was like, they, but let's get stupid. Let's try it and see, right? What the hell? We got, okay. them, we got them both, so what the hell? And they're both whiskey. And they're both cigar blends. And they're both cigar blends. So, yep. See who wins out on a full body cigar. So that's where we were thinking. So we, we're going to go off the deep end today. If it works, hey, this is something special. If it doesn't work, well, you know what? Listen next week. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so before we get any further, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, the Original Bourbon Club. Check them out at theoriginalbourbonclub.com. Set up your own chapters through us. Get your own barrel picks through us. Check them out. The Original Bourbon Club. Yes, sir. And check us out, please, on Cigars and Spirit Podcast at our email, cigarsandspiritpodcast at gmail.com. As we always say, please send us any ideas you guys have, things you want things you want us to try. If you want us to hold a tasting or a pairing for you, we're always available. And please give us five stars on whatever yes. podcast format you're doing. Please give us a review. Please give us five stars. That helps us out with our rankings. And so we really appreciate that. And if you're not subscribed, hit that button right now and subscribe. And we, I hate to tell you, we just upped the uh, subscription price. So it, <laughs> it went from zero to zero. 0.0. Yeah. So, hey, it's double. <laughs> this this week, half off. Half Look, off of zero. Two seconds. Push that subscribe <laughs> button. Just two seconds. That's all it so, takes. Let's get into the cigar, right? Yes. It yes, absolutely. It is a double figurado. Yes, so it perfecto. is. Perfecto. It is five and, oh, I'm sorry, six and three quarters inches long by 52 ring gauge. Yeah. And as George just said, a double figurado. That's beautiful. So, the wrapper is a Hapano from Ecuador. And it's the seventh preeming. And listen back to our last episode, ah, yes. which was obviously tobaccos and cigars 101. And we talk about what the primings are. So this was seventh priming from a Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. The binder is Brazilian Metafina. And the filler is, I've never heard of this filler. You tell me. It's 
undisclosed. I've never uh, heard of undisclosed I've filler. Heard it's very rare. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they do not disclose what their filler is, obviously. So that's it. And oh yeah, it's it's dark. Yeah, it's really dark. It's a dark, dark. And of course, foundation, well made. Uh smell oily rapid though. Yeah, very oily. Very oily. Yeah. You touch it with your fingers to it and it's just nice and oily. Smelling it. It's manure and fermented tobacco, right? Yeah, but it has a sweetness yeah. too. I mean, when I say manure, I say it in like a, like a fermented manure. It's like a know? rose grew out of a cow patty. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. But it's yeah, fermented no, tobacco. The tobacco, the, that earthiness. It just has that heavy earthy, that and wet brown mud. sugar. Like, yeah, that's that sweetness sugar, I'm yeah. thinking. So, that's well, nice. being a double figure out, there's really no foot to smell. So yeah. damn small. You're not going to get anything out of it. And draws a little tight because, again, it's a double figure out those perfectos. Mm. Tight. But still has a nice draw. Oh, wow. Pre-light draw, what are you tasting? Very woody. Slightly floral. Uh, mm-hmm. Earthiness. And a little coffee, too, even on pre-light draw. Yep, a little bit of coffee. coffee. That's nice. I can't it's wait to light this It's got the sweetness up. to it. That's interesting. Really want that light that yes. up. Yes, but I can't wait. I'm as, as George and I have talked about, we're massive foundation fans. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything they've come out with, we've been very impressed with. A couple of them, eh, a little not as good, but man, they've got some winners. And I heard their, their quality, unfortunately, is starting to, because they're trying to meet demand. Demand's guess, skyrocketed. Yeah. And, and our buddy Tom said, no, nah, unfortunately. And another buddy of mine that smokes a lot of foundation, because you know, for the first time ever, I found somewhat inconsistency because he's, he, he loves all the foundation line. He goes, and what you get today is what he had last year. He says, but now they're starting to get a little, yeah. little messy. But let's talk about terroirs again. Yeah. Or we shall not, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Every year we know tobaccos can yeah. be a little bit different. I think they're probably handling everything still the same. Just think you're seeing variations due to yeah. weather pattern changes. More rain, less rain, not enough rain, too much rain, just right. So holding these two together, the rye is maybe half a shade lighter, if, don't you think? And you yeah. can hear it. Yeah, Cling. one to two. Yeah, I know. I'm playing, I'm playing music here. The so, scotch on the nose. So they're both kind of a brownish, brown to brown copper. Yeah, like bronze. Brown mm-hmm. copper for me. And yeah, yeah, the sherry's a little, little bit darker, maybe a shade back. Yeah, like maybe The a sherry, shade. I should say the scotch, because of the sherry. Because of the sherry scotch. Okay, which one are you doing right now? Scotch. God, that smells like scotch. That's weird. But no peat to, no, at all. No, None. but it does have its, yeah, you can tell it's scotch. Oh, it's honey. It's sherry. Yeasty. It's like yeasty bread. It's very yeasty. But a lot of honey, a little floral. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Hey, everything you're getting, right spot on. Yeah. I mean, those are flavors that just hitting. Boy, you can stick your nose down in there. It's got a slight alcohol burn. So it is 86 proof. Uh, yep, 43 on the nose. So 86 proof. <clears throat> Going to the rye. Yes. It on the nose. What are you getting over there? I get caramel, mm-hmm. which, and I find this is interesting for a rye because fives, you get caramel there, but they're usually subtle. This is no subtlety no. on the caramel. Getting almost orangish. We yep. talked about that. And orange yeah. wine. Yep. 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 On our pregame. We pregame these a lot, guys. So that way, that way we're not taking too much time just goofing off, and, sniffing. And that mint. You can't pass them. I mean, the mint is there. Oh, it's minty. Absolutely. And of course, you you, get, you smell rye. You smell like the pumpernickel bread. And I, I get brown sugar in this too. Yeah. A lot of brown sugar. 
That's okay. uh, looking good. Nice. Let's, looking uh, good. Let's taste these before we light up this. I spell. agree. So you want to do the tomatool? Tomatool? Yeah. Yes. The blood flood mound. Flood mound. Tomatool. <laughs> you can that sherry is very, very upfront. Oh man. It does have a little bit of a phenol peat to it. A whisk, it's on the just finish, a whisk. medicinal, yeah. yeah. Fight, uh, uh, just at the very end, at the finish, just a slight, but that sherry really pops up. But I still get honey, mm-hmm. floral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously sherry. Sherry is there. Oh, big time. And yeah, on, on right on the finish, you get a slight medicinal peach, just to let you know, hey, I'm a scotch. Yeah, just enough. Yeah, which is nice, because again, like, Psst, buddy, don't, don't want to hide I'm a scotch. Yeah. Nice long light to medium finish though. Yeah, it almost almost the finish to me is almost oily. Almost has mm-hmm. a creosote oiliness to it. But not heavy. It's got a nice and gentle hug that just stays there. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. There's actually a lot going on with this scotch. A lot more than I expected. Yeah, when we first bought the bottle, like everything, we cracked it open and we're like, well, it's okay. You let it let the bottle just sit there by itself for about a three to four weeks, let it oxygenate, and you're like, Okay, now it's opened up. It's 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 got a lot more going on. Yep. All right, get some water. Let's try that rye. Yes. The RY3. Rye 3. So first and foremost, mint. Oh, my God, the mint. Wow. Yeah. Then it goes into caramel, slight vanilla, brown sugar. Sweet. It's got a white. It's got a beautiful white and brown sugar mixture, right? Yeah, and it's got a beautiful white pepperiness to it on mm-hmm. the tongue. Just that white pepper sensation. Do another Ooh. sip. Mm. Now I got to say, proof that, it. Is, that is a spectacular rye. That truly is a spectacular. Want to take rye. a gander on the proof? Oh, right around 90, 92. Close. It's 120 proof. Oh, man. It doesn't drink doesn't 120 proof. It doesn't drink that way at all, right? Oh, my God. What was that? Uh, not last episode, episode before, and you pulled out that 120 on the nub for me? Mm-hmm. Same proofing on that Knob Creek. I took a little sip, and I started hiccuping. <laughs> <laughs> it is 60.6. No so way. 61. Oh, it I'm like, 121.2 proof. I would not thought it was been more, you know, you 90 to 95. Maybe, uh, 90, I thought the same thing. I said, like, this is a... Bottle and bond. It's 100 proof or less. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It does not drink 120. No. Absolutely not. Smooth as big. Now, the hug, wow. it stays there. But it's a but medium it's, hug. But it's still not bad. No. No. It's It drinks like a 90 proofer to me. Wow. Interesting, right? Wow. That's crazy. Figured you'd be surprised by that. Oh, so, yeah. I'm totally surprised when by When he's that. hiccuping later, you'll know yeah. why. <laughs> <laughs> Call me an Uber. <laughs> no, so, Ossifer, I wasn't drinking. <laughs> again, I did not want to pair... An 86 proof versus 120 proof, but yeah, like I said, this is going to go off. The, but we're, you know, we're going off the but, deep end. But like you said, it, I, or like we were just saying, it doesn't drink like a 120 proof. Mm-mm. Now, if it did, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, we could we could sneer a little bit at it, but no, that is not drinking anywhere near that. No, when I taste it, I'm like, man, it does. It drinks. I thought 95, honestly, 90 to 95, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, they don't seem too far off. It actually, the funny thing is, is the nose is less alcohol on that rye nose than on the tomato. It is. It's got a lower alcohol sensation on the nose. So it's crazy. So it's going to take a while for this cigar to light up because, again, it's a perfecto. Let that yeah. tip warm up and kind of get into the bulbous end. <laughs> George's favorite part. <laughs> got to enjoy the bulbous. <laughs> hey, it ain't a party without the bulbous part. <laughs> 
That's what I tell my wife all the time. But you know, wow, though. she doesn't find it as humorous as I do. <laughs> but I laugh. <laughs> oh, man, this is nice to have something new, new out of foundation to try. Yeah. Not that I'm sick of the other stuff existing, no. especially the old mech line. I just, yeah. Um, this is good. Starting out really good. It's it's starting out as a foundation. But yeah. see, that's the thing with the other high clear castles. They're usually on the, the mild to medium, mm-hmm. and this is a, a departure for them. Yeah, well, shoot. Get into it. Yeah, we get into it. Yeah, we lighten it up. Let's go. So I already went over the wrapper, Habana, Ecuador, Binder, Brazilian, Meta, and the filler is uh, undisclosed. So what this is, uh, the censure, I'm going to spell this out for y'all because it's weird. It's S-E-N-E-T-J-E-R, and it's an Egyptian word. And it's Egyptian word, which basically means incense it's their word for incense or for that which makes things holy and that's uh uh, from straight from egypt so what this cigar is it celebrates the 100th anniversary of the discovery of the tomb of uh egyptian pharaoh tutankhamun which was back in what 1922 and um 100 years is is what this they decide to put this together obviously we're a little more than 100 years but you know that's when they started the whole cigar line for this. Anyways, uh, 100 years, uh, Lord Car- uh, Carnivon, he actually, he's the uh, the fifth earl um, of the area, and he lived at Highclere Castle. And hence, this is why this is coming all together. So Lord, Lord Carnivon left Highclere Castle for the ancient sands of Egypt. He, along with archaeologist Howard Carter, discovered the tomb of T- King, uh, King Tutankhamun, which had been hidden for over 3,000 years. So... What foundation through Highclere Castle decided is to pay homage to this archaeology's great discovery. And that's basically, that's kind of the long and short of it. And the wrapper is beautiful. It's this dark royal blue with this gold trim. Beautiful wrapper. So real quick on Highclere Castle, um, for all those who don't know, they have that. Sorry, s- I said wrapper. Label. label yeah. My the, bad. Oh, the label. The label is beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah the label is gorgeous. Absolutely. So Highclere Castle is there uh, near, the, near the Cotswold area of England. And it's, it's a Cotswold. Cotswold. <laughs> it's actually yeah, just uh, east of Cotswold area. Anyways, um, it was cool. Got to go there in September. It was very cool. Anyways, um, that's where the, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Lord Car. Uh, Carnarvon. Carnarvon. That's just a weird name. Carnarvon. Yes. Carnarvon. Like I said, he was the uh, the fifth Earl of. Uh, Who's of, the first four Earls? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> My goodness. So, um, hence, once again, he lived at Highclere Castle. He was born there and grew up there. And um, that's why they, they've kind of tied this all together. Now, the eighth Earl of Caravorn. And is the great great grandson of Lord Carnivon. <laughs> I mean, Lord Ford Quad. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I know. I just, I'm just, I'm having a hard time here with all these names. Anyways, he got together with um, um, with the uh, owner of Foundation Scar, Nicholas Melillo, yep. to produce a cigar, basically. So, um, since they had already had an agreement to use the Highclere Castle name, Foundation Cigar, uh, Nicholas had already had all that. Uh, the eighth Earl in honor of this decided to get together with Nicholas and say, Hey, let's do this, put this together. And when you do go to Highclere Castle, it is full of Egyptian artifacts. They got tons of Egyptian artifacts based on because of the fifth Earl. So there we go. Now that's the long and short of it. I'm done with that. I still <laughs> want to know who the first four Earl, Earls are. <laughs> My name is Earl. <laughs> so on the very, just getting to the ball, full body cigar right off the back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's boom in your face. 
full fla- full flavored. I'm not finding the body be as heavy. I'm just finding Minus. a lot of flavor. a lot of flavor. Yeah, a lot, a lot of flavor. And the flavor is so far kind of simplistic though. It's like dry leather in your face, black coffee. You smoke it kind of hot. It gets a little bitey. But I was trying to get mine going pretty quickly, so that's my fault. I'll take the blame on that one. Yeah, there is a little bit of an acidity to it if you yeah. get it hot. Yeah. Absolutely. But again, I was trying to get it going for the podcast. Oh, so. man. Ooh, that char at the end. That's that charry. Oh, it's a good char, yeah. though. Wow. It's almost- That's a campfire char. It's Yeah, I was going to say it's like a wood- I'm trying to figure out what wood, but it's that charcoal wood briquette char. But it's, oh. it's not oak. It's not hickory. It's not cherry. It's just this- wood char right yeah there's a lot of uh tea flavors too kind of black toward, tea yeah. going towards i guess black tea brown tea whatever color tea you want to call it but kind of got that tea you know that um almost an astringent that a, yeah. a unsweet tea has yeah. it's got a little bit of that to it um definitely coffee absolutely oh, yeah. black coffee definitely some leather notes the charred wood not just not just wood char, it's charred wood. Like especially said, that, that the finish the wood briquette yeah man yeah, this is full, full flavored. I have a feeling it's going to end up being really heavy body, full mm-hmm. body too. Yeah, it's it's, it's look, already building. It lets you know right up front. Boom, here's your flavors, right? Do you want to try it with the scotch? Mm. Yeah. Although I'm, I'm really only, God, half, not even half inch into it, but let's do it with the scotch. Yeah, why not? See what it does. Hey, oh, wow. You know what? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually, you know, I, I thought that scotch was going to get blown out the water. I thought it was going to get its dick knocked in the dirt. I'm wrong. Holy cow. Man, it brings a sherry forward. It brings, it almost Whoa. brings a peatiness to it, doesn't it? It puts Like it, a charry, like a smoky peat. You know what it does? It collects it and puts it all together. I know. That's actually nice. When, when on its own, yeah, it's yeah. a little separated and not quite as refined. And with the cigar, it brings all those flavors together and puts them, puts them together. You almost get a little, that tarry rope, right? Just a hint of that that smoky peat, but boy, sweet cherry, absolutely, yeah, a sweet black cherry. Yeah. To me, just all the sherry notes, Man. traditional sherry notes. That's nice. But you're right. There's an undertone on the finish of black cherry. Yeah, almost like cherry cola. Mm-hmm. That black cherry. Oh That's, man, side of the tongues, it, and it's just not going away. Do, don't you get a little bit of just hit that tarry rope that you get like yeah. an bag? Obviously yeah. not there, yeah, but yeah, just, yeah. A, just a whisper of it. Yeah, and I don't know if that's a cigar or what. It is. But yeah, the, I think it's. Did, I like, think it's man. kind of pulling it out of the finish of the cigar. The char of the cigar yeah. makes it that tarry. Tarry, yeah. yeah. Say that three times, four times fast. The char of the cigar. I'll say makes four it. times fast. <laughs> <laughs> the tar of the char makes yeah whatever wait, what? the rain in Spain man that's nice right I, I gotta say I wasn't the most impressed with the Tomatool now I am uh, I take the fall I was like this wow. Tomatool is gonna get knocked in his dirt uh, no. it's gonna be it's gonna suck wow so I mean right there before we go into the second one that really shows that these guys did their homework on mm-hmm. blending while smoking cigars hey I got a question how can I get that job oh, boy. Jeez, I would pay you to have that job. Yes. Can I have that job? Can I do a summer internship? It's like, yeah, poof. I'll help you. Look, oh, we'll blend some cigar malls for you guys. That's one of those things like, I'll pay you to have that job, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. That's like the lottery right there. Uh, yeah, I thought a full body cigar was going to kill that, that scotch. I, I would, yeah, you and I are on the exact same wrong. page. Absolutely wrong. So far, wrong. Yeah. We'll see. Let me, uh, let me move so some I water. I got some water. Let's yep. move on to the rye. 
Ooh. Ew, Nanny gets funky at the end. Don't say that. I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm like, I'm going to withhold my judgment, see what you say, but <laughs> shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> it's great up front, and all of a sudden it's like, mm. Mm-hmm. Well, and then it gets good again. See, to me, it's not. What it's doing, though, is bringing that proof out. Yeah. That's what's happening. To me, it was. Oh, wait, wait. Okay. Nope. Now it gets funky. Now it's getting sour. Exactly. Now, wait. You take a second sip, it gets sweet again. And now the sour is going away. Nope. Without even a second sip. And now it's turning back to mint. Experiment gum. Yeah. It's, it's literally spearmint gum. But it's weird. It really brought that proofing out. Yeah, it became hot, didn't it? It became hot. You taste it like, oh my God, it's sweet, mint, it's sugary, it's delicious. Ooh, it's Ooh, sour. It's sour. Ooh, it's spearmint gum. Now it's- <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Double mint. Where's your twin? <laughs> that is wild. So, But it made yeah. it, it brought out the proof. You're like, it ooh, brought- it's 110 proof now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. That is interesting. So we're going to smoke the cigar a little bit and take our time with it. We'll be back. Thank you for your patience. We're now back into the uh, second half. It was like a second break. I know. But they were patient. (laughs) Although uh, we have to say we've been smoking for another 25 minutes. Yeah. We're now halfway through the cigar. Yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. We were sitting here chit-chatting. We realized, crap, we're right in the middle, middle. Let's talk construction real quick. Yes. Damn good construction. Mm Mm-hmm. Everything we've seen out of foundation has been damn good construction. The funny thing is when I first lit mine up, I had a slightly uneven burn and it self-corrected it. And then also when he got to about the end of the first third, he goes, dude, I got an uneven burn. I'm like, just keep smoking. And it self-corrected. And it self-corrected. Yeah, yeah. There was a spot there that yeah. it, it had a little bit of a run, but then whoop, it rectified itself. Yeah, I had, had to relight it and haven't touched it up. And nothing. that's one of the things I got to say about foundation. Not only the flavors, but the quality has been good. And, I, and I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna be bold here. It's going to be a bold statement here. I'm finding their quality to be up there with Padron and Fuente. Oh, because well, to yeah, me, those well, those two are probably the top marks out yes. there. You know, Padron is, uh, it, I mean, what more do I need to say? But even Perdomo's up there too. But Foundation. Oliva's always got a good yeah, stick. They've done, yeah. Foundation has done a good job. Oh, they have. No. Gotta no. say. Yeah. Definitely a fan. Wish they would pay us, but to <sighs> say all these nice things, but. <laughs> but it is what it is. Now, look, I do have a little hole. Wow, you do. Yep. See, I've got nothing. Mine's yep. perfect. I have a little hole, but you the got a ash. Beetle. A man, beetle. we're sitting there pulling the ash, and and I'm not one of those guys. Ooh, look how long my ash is. Ash is long, though. But the ash, I mean, we pull an inch plus, and you have to break it off. Mm-hmm. It's not just falling off. So, good and construction. Before I forget, so the binder does burn like a white gray color. I'm sorry, that the wrapper, the binder is more black gray, and the fillers all over the place. And best is the smoke coming out of the. Uh, the foot yeah. of the cigar is only that cobalt blue that we see out of like Cohiba. Yeah. I was like, I was holding it up to the sun. I'm like, dude, look at that. Cobalt blue. Yeah. Now when you blow the smoke out your mouth, it's gray. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But the yeah. smoke coming out the cigar is a cobalt yeah. blue. Yeah, we love seeing that. It's yeah, such a rarity. So cool. There's yeah. very few cigars that do that. And uh, it's just, it's a cool thing to see. So what so, you getting, my man? Chari. Yes. Chari cigar. So the the caustic, I shouldn't say caustic. Austin said caustic. I said more astringent, but... If you smoke it hard, that chari gets a little bitey. It gets caustic. Yeah, bitey. Yeah, yeah, bitey. And, and you have to not smoke it gentle, just don't smoke it hard. Smoke yeah. it normally, right? Yeah, I noticed if I pulled on this a couple, like two, three puffs in a row, just pulled hard, 
yeah, it and can get a little bitey on the palate. If you put a pull hard and keep, because I like to keep the smoke in my mouth for a little while and taste it and blow it out gentle. But if you do that, it it gets a little little caustic, but a lot of just charred wood. And yeah. I, I can't tell Char- you ochre. Nuts. And charred like, nuts has kind of showed up. And charred coffee. If and you figure charred that one, coffee. It's not burnt coffee. It's charred coffee. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, this is a very charry based cigar. Heavy in flavor. The body. Now, I, I thought the body was more on the lighter side. Initially, the body is there. It's now. full. Oh, it's full it's body. Full-bodied. It's got yeah. not just full flavor, but full body. Full flavor to full body. So, which one do you want to do first? So, doing a break. Well, yeah, we know what we tasted doing a break. Actually, I've been doing the, I've been pulling the scotch a lot. Let's do the rye first this time. Okay. Yeah, we did scotch first last, in the first half, so, or first quarter, first third, whatever number that is. <laughs> God, I've been doing this long enough, you'd think I'd not mess that up. Man, you know what? There goes preconceived notions. I came into this going, that rye is going to be perfect with the cigar. It's good. The scotch is better. So, just I just did the RV3 rye. R-Y-3. R-Y-3. Is it R- oh, I thought it was in a V. Rye. R-Y. Got old eyes. R-I? R-I. Got them Asian eyes. Aging eyes. Asian eyes. Something like that. Anyways. It is better in the second half than it was when the the first third. Yes. It's better in the, the second third, 100%. Remember we had that little sour note, mm-hmm. two-thirds of the way, gone. But it ups the proof. It ups the proof. It ups the white pepper. Mm-hmm. It's making it spicy, really yeah. spicy. But, yeah. The mint is still there. But diminished. Diminished. The caramel is diminished. Yes. The sweetness is diminished. But it is spicy, white yes. pepper, spicy, a little bit of black pepper. And and then, yeah, that proofing, it really pops the proofing up. Yeah. On the second, third, it became what awesome. But it, to me, it's the brown spices. You get clove. You get a little nutmeg. You get all the brown spices just pop up. But you, the mint, it goes way down. And that sweetness that I love on the, the spirit on its own, way diminished. It, it just went from the sweet, lovely rye to spicy rye. Yeah, more traditional rye. Yeah, you know what? A little more because initially yeah. it was not quite as traditional. Really good. I liked it on its own. Yeah, I, I really like it on its own. This is pulling it together to taste, like I said, but on its own, that heavy caramel, I normally don't get that in rye. This one I was. Now with the scar, uh-uh. Yeah, Phil mentioned it. more traditional to on me. On its own, it remind me a lot of the High West Rendezvous rye, but more complex, more flavors. Yeah. Yeah, more caramel in that. And once this you do it with the cigar, it becomes rye. Yeah, it's much more traditional tasting. So, so let's do a scotch. Take a puff. Mm-mm-mm. Oh man, that's just good. Yeah, it still it still has that sherry sweetness, but you still have enough peat to let you know, hey, it's a scotch. Oh yeah, it reminds you of scotch, and it has a little bit of caramel to it, just a hint of that caramel, but just it's just a whisper of the sweet caramel. I think my... Or, you know what? I, I retract that statement. It's more creme brulee. It's, it's cooked sugar. Well, which is what caramel is, but just not that far. But not, not, as not deep. charred, yeah. burnt sugar. Yeah. I mean, you know, creme brulee is more burnt sugar. This is... It's more to that creme brulee burnt sugar. The only thing I'm finding, it's getting muted just oh, yeah, a it tad. Is. It is. At this point in the cigar now, in the first third, No. Second, third, it's getting a little muted as the body has really built up in the cigar. Not yeah. the flavors are still there, but the, yeah. with the body increasing, it's it's getting a little muted. 
So, I agree. So let's just talk a little bit about RY3. So it's we just call it RY3. RY3 Whiskey Cigar Series. Again, it's a blend of three whiskeys from three different distilleries, each with three different mash bills and different age statements. So I can't tell you what the hell is in it, right? They're, indiv- <laughs> they're then individually aged in Madeira cask, Naranja cask, which are Spanish casks. They age white wines in, so Naranja is orange in Spanish, and uh, rum casks. Then they blend them together and aged again in French oak stays. So right up Austin's alley, right? Yep. Uh, Love the, that limousine. And again, they say it's blended for uh, for whiskey lovers and cigar aficionados. It comes from phenomenal, what's called Phenomenal Spirits is the company that owns it. And they have other spirit lines that you can look them up but there in Virginia Beach. Real quick, I'm not getting that. I would have never thought that had French oak in it. No, it doesn't take the limousine. No. not getting that tannins. Nope, that, that. none whatsoever. I, I agree with it completely. Because, yeah, again, I just came back from a wine tasting in Napa and it's all French oak. And it's got that unique flavor, you know. Uh, but, again, it's from Phenomenal Spirits. Uh, they're, as they say, their founder and CEO is a name Karthik Sudhir. So it's S-U-D-H-I-R-S. I don't know nothing about the guy, but he really said he wanted to have just unique blending and unique spirits at more high end. And that's why he came up with this. That's all I really got to tell you about RY3 because there's not much else to say. Doesn't tell where he sourced his juice from. Three different distilleries and three different ages and three different mash bills. Yeah. Yeah, go figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) But it's cool because, I mean, how many times you see things Asian, Madeira and Naranja casks? Oh, yeah, never. Well, Madeira is rare. I mean, there's, uh, I've got that Irish from Mm -hmm. Turconnell and Madeira. And And Barrel Spirits does that too. Then I've got that uh, Glenalaki in Madeira. And that is so good. Oh, so good. Got to do that one again. No, we're I definitely miss, doing I miss that one. Yeah, I miss good. it. It's it really funny. is good. Yeah. But yeah, when I again, my good buddy Mel gave that to me, so we give him a big shout out for it. But it's a different rye. So price point, I uh, looked online, they go anywhere from about 119 bucks to about $135 a bottle. So not inexpensive for a rye for a small craft distillery. Yeah. Oh, or and, blender. And I didn't say what the cigar was. That's $33 is the yes. retail on the cigars. $33. So this is a high end episode. Sure. Sure. Why not? No. Well, it's not the Opus X we did a couple of episodes before, but... But shoot, the Opus X was in that same price that yeah, one we yeah. smoked, so... Yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh, it's right there. We'll be back for the final third. That's... And we're back for the final third. Before we mention, so we always talk about the temperature outside because, you know, the spirits are tight and cold weather. Today's a perfect day, 70 degrees of... Spirits opened oh. up nicely. There's no humidity. It's a perfect day to drink and smoke, right? Yeah, it's beautiful out. So before I forget to tell you guys, get used to Tumatool because Austin and I have a beautiful flight of Tumatool. We have seven different Tumatools, different years, yep. different aging, different uh, just expressions. expressions. So we're going to do that later on down the road. But fresh entry into Tumatool. So their master distiller is Robert Fleming, who's a fourth generation uh, master distiller. It's a space side distiller. Uh, again, he's been distilling for like 30 years. So where it started from was two whiskey retail companies, W.S. Strong and Company and Hay and McLeod, the McLeod family from Glasgow, established the Tomo Stool Distillery in 1964. In 1965, the distillery was actually finally started distilling whiskey. Oh, so they're babies. They're babies. Very, very young. <laughs> no, they are. They sold quickly to Scottish and Universal Investment Trust in 73. And the only reason I'm saying this because we talked about this before in 73, besides buying Tumatool, they also purchased Fetterklom Distillery Blending Company and White and McKay, which Austin and I talked about White and McKay in the past. Go back and listen to that episode. And they took over administration of two distilleries, including Tumatool. 
So in 78, just a wee five years later, it was sold to Alon Hall, who passed White McKay on to Brent and Walker in 89. So in 1996, White McKay was bought by American brand renamed JBB. So Toma Tool finally eventually sold to Angus D, who now owns it in uh, 2000. Back then, they were mainly blending. So in Toma Tool, he says, I'm going to start having my own single malt distillery. He also has Glen Caddam Distillery. Uh, and that's when he started doing the single malts. So the one we're doing today, the uh, cigar series, again, they say Robert Fleming kind of went and picked these different ta- casks to see that he can blend to do with cigars. And he hand-selected them, put them in Olorosa sherry butts, sourced from, again, from Andalusia, Spain, and said this is meant to go with the cigar. And, boy, he's right. Because on he, its own is good with the cigar. It's really good. Yeah, he nailed it. Yeah. I, I I'm surprised. A lot of times I think a lot of this stuff is marketing. I, Me too. And he nailed it. But I, I have to tell you, so Dalmore, every time I, I have Dalmore scotch, it's always nice on its own, but it's, it's light, complex, but light. Yeah. The cigar the cigar malt. Yeah. Now, I would not do it with a full body cigar like this. We did it with, a, again, we did it with a Cuban uh, Cuaba. But, oh my God, it made that scotch better. This cigar made, really pulled it together. Yeah, this cigar makes this scotch much better. Oh, it, it pulls together. It works. Yeah. It actually works really well. So is that a perfect lead in to, hey, what's the cigar taste like on this final third? What well, are you getting? First, I want to say this is not a cigar for a beginner. No. So for all you guys new to this area, do not start with this cigar. It's oh. heavy, heavy flavors, full flavor, full body. It's it's a lot of cigar. And um, so just want to make that recommendation. I wouldn't start here. And again, if, if char is not your flavor profile, don't get the cigar. Yeah. If you like a velvety, creamy type cigar, but this is not, not it. it. If you like charry, charred woods, coffee. Hey, this barbecue. Is just yeah. Oh, yeah. You could be smoking this if we were eating barbecue right now. Oh, uh, perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like a barbecue cigar. Now, on look, I'm what, an inch and a half, two inches left on a stick, inch and a half. It has mellowed out some as far as the charriness. It's more, slightly more blended together, but still char, coffee. Yeah. I mean, coffee's really coming through now. The charred nuts have died down a little bit. Yeah, I found the char has gone down, but the tannins have gone up. It's a little more leather, like dry leather yeah. tannins. A little more tannic. But not, not heavy tannin. No, 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 no. But there was, to me, there was, up until this point, this really has not been a tannic cigar. It's been a no. charry based yep, cigar. I agree. And now that char is kind of just, it's it's working its way lower in that flavor profile. And the tannins now, I'm starting to get a little more tannic. And the nicotine, it. it sneaks up on you. Ooh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's full body. It's full body cigar, Ooh. full strength. Yeah, I got up to use the restroom. I was like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a ride here. <laughs> so with that, what are you getting with the scotch? Oh, what am I getting? Lovely, loveliness. Lots of, lots of loveliness. Let me take a puff. Let's see what I'm, mm-hmm. I've been doing the ride. Let's do what the scotch gets. Yep, we did scotch. So... Nice thing is, like I said, now with this cigar, it's muted a little bit as we've gotten deeper into the cigar. But in this final third, since the char's come down, it's allowing a little bit of the phenol um, mm-hmm. um, to come through. The, um, the peat. Thank you. The, the phenol I- peat. It's iodine peat. Yeah, phenol versus guaycanol. Yeah, yeah, the guaycanol's that, you know, fatty meats and stuff like we get in the yard bags, and the phenol is more the iodine. And um, But it's yeah. not a... 
Not a oh, bad iodine. No, 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 no. It's just light phenols. Yeah. Just very, very light. It's allowed that to come back up, mm-hmm. which I like. I do like that in scotch. Once again, I'm a scotch. You know, yeah. It reminds you. Yeah. You know, you got a scotch. Um, the sherry's still there. Oh, yeah. The sweetness, those, that dark cherryness from the sherry is really still expressing itself. The sweetness, of the black, dark cherry has died down some, but it's still there. It's still there, but yeah. But what we both noticed was how many times you have a scotch with a cigar, you're like, man, it really weakened the scotch. This, it made it more bold. It did. It brought up the octane, up right? until about halfway through, I noticed, it's, it, to me, it's, it's, it's quelled a little bit. It's quelled bit, it, but on its bit. own, because I did the scotch on its own, I'm like, yeah, it's nice, it's lovely, it's very easy drinking scotch with the cigar. You're like, man, it's got some, it's, it's got, it has some proof. Yeah, it's pulled a lot of flavors and proofing out of it. But very nice. Ah, so, uh, Yes. Do some water, and let's see what the Rye 3 has to do. RY3! We just got a Y3, my simple, <laughs> my simple, simpliciness. MS. Mm. Wow. God. Yeah, it's still good, though. Wow. It's good. It still it's has the too. mint. Yeah. The pepper's there. A lot of white pepper, a lot of mint again. And the pumpernickel rye bread has come back again. Yeah. The rye, the, you're tasting rye. Rye. What rye expresses. It makes it more of a traditional yeah. rye. But even in this final third, I'm finding a lot versus other ryes, a lot more sweetness on the finish. Mm-hmm. A lot of sweetness. Like you said, uh, the almost the, the, the brulee sugar, the burned sugar. And, and maybe it is a stick because same thing with the rye. This is 120 proof, 121.2 to be exact. But. It didn't drink that way on the beginning. It drank like a 90, 95, 100. Yeah. yeah. With the cigar, you're like, it's 110. It, it, it proofs it up, yep. which is the yeah. opposite. Cigars usually mill your proof. Yeah. They usually knock down. Yeah. You take a high proof, slap a cigar on it, and it yeah. mellows it. So maybe it's a stick because both of these proofs went up with the cigar. Yep. Which char usually decreases your proof yeah. sensation. Well, I just, yeah. To me with the Tomatin, it just, it just made it more. Yeah. Just, yeah, it made everything more on it. Absolutely. It it woke it up. Which is interesting. That, that's that's new for me. So that was an interesting experiment today. I don't know. Yeah, fun. I thought I was going to go to shit, but it's actually pretty cool. Hey, I've been enjoying it. I hope you have. I hope all you guys out there have, because you know what? We love you. <laughs> we love having you on. We're hoping you're enjoying this. Yeah, and you know what? We may start doing more of these, because we always do bourbon and bourbon, scotch and scotch. Yep. But on a... We were talking, we're going to start doing maybe start Irish versus a scotch or a bourbon versus a scotch, and we'll see. Irish versus a rye, whatever. Whatever. If we think they can pair well with that certain stick, we may start cross-pollinating. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of time we're, we do, we have paired kind of booze to booze. Right. And we're like, okay, booze to booze, that would probably work together-ish, you know, because we're doing it at the same time, obviously. But yeah, I think we're going to start trying to, yeah, go code two different directions and yeah if we've done different mat we've done same mash bills different proofs we've done same proofs but different mash bills absolutely but we kept true to the spirit yeah i think we may start doing different spirits and absolutely. see what happens what yeah. the hell and for you guys out there go ah, that's a shitty experiment let us know yeah. if you don't like that experiment we'll go back to but the traditional but it's, it, it's nice to depart every now and a then. lot of times real world i mean uh, i think you know most of our our colleagues that we're around all have all different spirits yeah. and then if you're we go places and bring cigars you have all these different spirits to choose from sometimes it's kind of nice to just you know yeah. knock it up yeah, sometimes you have a bourbon it's like yeah bourbon's not doing it for me today i'm going to switch over to a scotch hey does it work yeah especially with the stick 
No. We, we've noticed that on our own. We haven't done it that much on the podcast, but we've had certain sticks. You're like, you know what? I thought this bourbon's going to be great with it. It wasn't. The scotch, again, how many times we've done it with the nub? It's oh, like, yeah. Didn't go, it didn't go great with the two spirits we chose, but we saved it with a blah, blah, blah. So what other spirit in, in your Rolodex? So we were talking about that. Yeah. What you I would thinking? choose a more, since this is such a charry cigar, I would go more sweet bourbon or a very high proof well-aged sweet rum rum i would love to try this i would do an aged rum in barrels obviously to have some tannin to go with it but a sweeter rum that's got some age on it and some some tannin yeah i think if we found something a little more on the tannic side from a beverage perspective it would pull some of that char down but yeah. a lot of times you don't want to Mm-mm. all depends on your mood yeah I, I was thinking maybe cognacs too but sometimes <sighs> a cognacs uh, I, I wish the cognac world start up up in their proof some. Yeah, to me also with cognacs they're lighter and delicate. Yeah, depends which one. Yeah, like all everything, but I think a higher proof cognac would go really well with the cigar. Is there such a thing? They're hard to find. I haven't seen one. They're hard to find. Can't, so, at least can't find them locally. That's for sure. Yeah, and when you do find them, the price is you know unattainium. <laughs> so with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this weird experiment. We went in, look, we both went in going, this rye is going to kill that scotch. And honestly, on my palate, I think I gravitated more to the scotch. Yeah, I think so too. But uh, I don't know. They're good. It, it, yeah, they're both good in their own ways. Mm-hmm. Austin, take us home. Let's get hey, out of here. Once again, we love y'all. We enjoy having you here. And you can go out and enjoy life. Consistent. I'm in a continual, permanent, protracted, unending.